Hey there, welcome to the very first episode of It's a Mindset. I'm so excited that you're here and I'm really happy to be doing this. The first episode is a solo episode. I've put together some questions that my guests are going to be answering and I thought it would be great to kick off by answering those questions myself so you can get to know me a little bit better and what this podcast is all about. So let's get started. Welcome to It's a Mindset, the podcast where we embark on a transformative journey to enhance your worth, wealth, and well-being. I'm Emma Lagalo, a wealth and mindset coach, and I'm here to guide you. In each episode, we explore the power of your mindset, featuring inspiring guest interviews, tips, and insights. Are you ready to dive in and discover that anything is possible when you put your mind to it? Hi there, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on the first episode of It's a Mindset. I'm Emma and I'm the host of this podcast and I'm so excited to be here today. Also a little bit nervous, uh, but that's what it's all about, right? It's about uh, pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone and I think that is really what a mindset and cultivating a positive mindset is all about. So this podcast is all about taking you on a transformative journey to enhance your worth, wealth and well-being. And I'm doing this first solo episode, but I'm really looking forward to having lots of guests on uh, to talk you through uh, their mindset and, you know, what has, I guess, brought them success or how they've overcome challenges and all that type of thing in their life. And so I have some questions that I am going to ask my guests when they come on. And I thought to kick off this episode, it would be really great for me to answer those questions and get the ball rolling. So you can probably learn a little bit more about me uh, as we go through that. And I guess even why I am starting this podcast. So the first question was uh, to talk a little bit about my background, uh, my life life journey and any pivotal moments that uh, have shaped who I am today. So yeah, I am a 48-year-old woman right now. Uh, I'm also a mother to four children. Uh, they're all teenagers and I guess that has really shaped a lot of uh, my background. Uh, being a mother is is super important to me and even when I first started this journey in I guess a public forum it was as uh, a brand and the brand was called Mama Stay and that was for mums who are raising tweens and teens and I think maybe even uh, hitting sort of my midlife and looking at you know what I'd done with my life and thinking am I really doing all the things that I wanted to do with my life. Uh, being a mother was a massive part of that, but there was lots of other things that I really wanted to do uh, as well. Uh, I studied for a business degree, but before I really launched into that business degree, I really wanted to be a journalist and I love writing and it's always been uh, on my bucket list, which we're really jumping into question two already, but uh, it's uh, to write a book is on my bucket list. It's something that is really important to me uh, and I, I am getting closer and closer to that. And I think this podcast is even going to help me to refine uh, what I really want to write about. Uh, I think it's something along the lines of worthy to wealthy and it's something that has really shown up in my life a lot over the last you know few years. Uh, wealth has always been something that I've strived for and I think I'm in a place where 
I, I have enough uh, wealth and I have a, a program as well where I teach uh, people about how to change their mindset around money and then uh, how to budget. And budgeting has always been something that's been really important to me to help grow my wealth, being present with money and knowing exactly where we stand. Uh, so then we can use that as a foundation to grow um, grow wealth. And so being a life coach uh, and having a strong background as well in finance. Um, I worked in finance for 10 years. Then wealth has been really, really a big thing in my life. And so I guess that is another thing that is a pivotal sort of thing in my life is working in finance and uh, even teaching people about how to grow their wealth. And uh, the worthiness piece is something that has come really since studying to be a life coach. Uh, I worked uh, in corporate for over 25 years and uh, it was fabulous and it really helped to, I guess, grow, you know, the wealth for me. And But then I realized that there was that worthiness piece that was so important and I guess nothing really is as uh, as great if you don't have that sense of self-worth. And so that's something that I've really worked on lately to grow and I realize that it really is about a mindset. And so I am now a wealth and mindset coach and I think it's really important to yeah, to marry the two of those. Um, and, and I also look at wealth as an overarching sort of thing rather than just being about finances. I think having a truly wealthy life is so important. And that's something that I talk about a lot in my content on Instagram. And uh, when I'm doing my programs, they're all about having um, a truly wealthy life, which is involving, you know, having, you know, sound and positive relationships in your life. Uh, so that you have a sense of community around you and then having that financial peace, of course, but then it's also about having, being healthy. I think, you know, true wealth is health, they say. And I think that that is so true. If we don't have our health, then we, we really don't have anything. And so that's uh, super important as well. Maybe having a spiritual base, whether that's religion or believing, you know, in just, I think about being more, being a kind person, uh, I think that's that's really important too. And then having a bit of freedom as well. Uh, I think being truly wealthy means that you have freedom and, and it's no point having all the money in the world, but you're you know, a workaholic and you know that's everything about your life. And so that's where I really like to talk about true wealth. So anyway, a book is on my bucket list and um, yeah, that is my second question. So moving on then we're... I move into talking about rituals or practices that enhance your overall well-being and personal growth. So this is something as well that I have really worked very hard on over the past few years. Um, I think going back a little bit again to what is a pivotal moment in my life, and that was the pandemic. I think that was a really pivotal moment for me. Uh, I mean, as it was for so many people, but it really did wake me up, I think, from living my life on autopilot, uh, from just thinking about paying off the mortgage and, you know, getting through every day, getting my chores done, um, running, you know, my my life is really just ticking off boxes and not really thinking about the bigger picture. And so when everything slowed down during COVID, that was really an opportunity for me to step back and have a look at my life. And I really have changed it a lot since then. Uh, in hindsight, I also have seen that that is also when uh, I went through menopause. Um, and it, that was quite early really for women. I mean, you can think about going through menopause from 
your late thirties really. And I probably was going through it at that point, but it, it was really a bit of a reverse placebo effect, I think for me, in that I, I really wasn't aware of it. It wasn't on my mind that I would be potentially going through that. But I think that that has also contributed to this big shift that I um, have gone through in my life uh, to change a lot of what I've been doing uh, in my life. And that involved starting a lot of rituals and practices that um weren't part of my life. Uh, I always exercised. That was always super important to me to go to the gym and walk and, you know, lift weights and do all of those. Since I was, you know, before I was even an adult, I was really exercise has always been part of my life. But I'd read and heard so much about meditation and practicing gratitude and and even journaling and and that was something because I did love writing so you know every year I would get a little diary for Christmas and I would write in it probably for the first you know three or four months of the year and then it might slow up a little bit but I knew that that well from what I'd read and heard that it was so good for you to have these sort of practices in your life and so when the pandemic happened and we had some time to do that. I, I did. I, I started meditating. Uh, first of all, I used the Headspace app and now I use Insight Timer and sort of got into different modes of, of you know, how I meditate. I'm also um, a meditation leader for the Meditation Headquarters, which is an initiative uh, started by Jason Parting, who's a Sydney man, and we do a sunrise meditation on a Saturday morning at various locations around Australia uh, for 20 minutes and yeah that has been really such a beautiful community to be part of and meditation though has been a really incredible addition to my life it has grounded me it's given me uh, yeah, perspective it's slowed my life down uh, to a point where I think I can handle all the pressures uh, the, particularly the pressures of raising teenagers uh, much better than I was doing uh, before I was meditating. And then the journaling really helps me often when I'm meditating, then, you know, whatever's going on, you sort of reflect a little bit uh, on that. I mean, they say, you know, don't think about anything, but that's quite hard. And so it's, I like to just be curious about the thoughts that come up when I am meditating and then I'll journal on them. And it really does help to give perspective. And sometimes, you know, you might not even be sort of holding on to a thought it's just there creating resentment or whatever it might be and when uh, I write about it then it helps to give me that clarity to realize maybe it's not that bad or what I can do about it uh, so that has really helped and then the gratitude piece really then just rounds it all out because yeah sometimes we are in a little bit of a funk you know you can't always be super positive but there is always something to be positive about and that's where the gratitude uh, practice helps me it, you know either lifts me even higher if I am feeling great or it just yeah it gives me even more perspective to realize that yeah it's not always going to be or not everything is as bad as you think and so they are the rituals and practices that really I would like to talk about and I'm sure I'm going to talk a lot more about them in future episodes and dig deeper into them, but they have really helped to enhance my overall well-being and personal growth. So how do I stay consistent with those habits, even in challenging times and maintain a positive mindset? Well, I think it's important to realize that, yeah, we're not always going to have um, a positive mindset and things will come along in our lives that will blindside us and we're not truly 
prepared for and oh, and even you know it could be everyday things I mean being starting a business uh, as a coach has been one of the most challenging things I think I've ever done and it's a constant roller coaster ride of this is amazing and then oh my god what am I doing so you know I think that has uh, yeah that has been a really yeah full-on thing for me to embark on this business venture road and I know that having these, you know, habits such as the meditation and the journaling really support me just to get that perspective and to, uh, to just to help me stay calm. Um, yeah, particularly even with raising my, my kids. I mean, you know, that teenagers are going to test boundaries and seek independence and all of that. And sometimes they might do things that well, you might have even done them in the past. <laughs> and that's when you realize that you don't really want them to do them because you, you know, you love them so much. You want to keep them safe uh, or yeah, they might, you know, not be behaving in, in ways that you, you truly approve of. And so those habits I know support me uh, to not sort of go on a spiral uh, in, in, the, in those times. Um, also, a really important thing that I've learned is really to talk to yourself like you would to a friend and that has helped me when, you know, you start to get into that negative self-talk and I uh, just think, what would a friend say? And if you've got good friends and they're going to say, oh my God, I forgot about that or don't be silly, you know, you look amazing or whatever it might be. And so that really can help to, um, to stay on, on track. And so I guess that's a habit that I've been trying to cultivate and hopefully that helps you a little bit too. So sharing an experience where stepping out of your comfort zone shifted your mindset. All right, I probably needed to do a little bit of thought about this before I jumped in. But um, I, I'm thinking really just really starting my business has been uh, a really, that, that is probably where I have stepped out of my comfort zone and my mindset has wholly and completely shifted as a result of that it's it's amazing how I am continuing continuing to to shift my mindset um I mean initially when I even started uh my business it was a blog and as I said before it was called Mama Stay and I, I really had in my mind that that was simply going to be a logo and I would be sitting behind that logo and I wouldn't have to show up at all and I quickly realized that that wasn't the case and if I wanted to get traction and for that to flourish then I needed to get over myself and and show up and so initially that was you know that was really hard to do but in doing that I mean I know I recorded myself um, I videoed myself and I did like 20 takes or something and then I finally posted it and I was freaking out um, about it. And look, it was fine. Uh, heaps of people reached out and they were saying that it was great. And so that was, you know, I guess gave me a bit of confidence. But then slowly but surely I had people then reaching out to me and then I started doing lives on Instagram. And now that's a bit of a thing. And that has probably even led to doing this podcast because I know people enjoy uh, the lives, um, but they're hard to consume on Instagram. Uh, and the podcast platform is a lot easier to consume. Uh, so that is where, yeah, probably it shifted my mindset. That visibility uh, was really scary. And now it's becoming, I mean, it's definitely a work in progress, but it's definitely becoming more and more uh, easy for me to do. And 
really, I guess my mindset now is that I know there are so many incredible people in the world that have such an amazing mindset and people that I know, my friends, uh, people that I've recently met since starting my business and their stories have been so inspiring for me, uh, the way they've overcome challenges or they have done things that uh, are so successful and I really am so intrigued by what drives them, what is their mindset, how have how do, how do they overcome challenges and so that is what I love knowing about and so I would really love to share and inspire you and so that is how I guess the re- the biggest reason for this podcast uh, is to you know inspire people to by hearing other people myself and and you know all the guests that I'm you know hopefully going to get onto this podcast to talk about how they have overcome mindset challenges and you know what is a positive mindset to them and all of that and hopefully that will inspire you. So the next question is how significant do you believe inner work and cultivating self-awareness are in the journey of mindset development? Uh, could you share some of the inner work that you've personally undertaken to enhance your mindset? Yes, well, I have done quite a bit of inner work. Uh, I didn't really even realize that I needed to do any inner work. I think as going back to, you know, pre-pandemic day, Emma, I was really just living my life on autopilot and going through each day, um, you know, living for the weekend, I suppose. That was that was how I, how I was. I was, you know, I, you know, I love being a mom and doing all those things, but it just felt so much like a little bit robotic that, you know, what do you need for dinner? Get to work, cook the dinner, get the washing off the line um, and then get to the weekend and go and have fun with friends, which is so important and connection is so important to me. But uh, yeah, then it would just be back into Groundhog Day at the, at the start of the next week. Um, and yeah, started this journey, uh, really started with some self-help books, I suppose. Uh, Melissa Ambrosini was a huge expander and influencer for me I really you know loved what she was doing and it made me believe that perhaps it was possible for me and so then I started seeking out people I have had business coaches and they've been so helpful um probably the the thing that has supported me uh, and been most transformational for me and something that now I have brought into my own practice is something called uh, resolve beyond neurology and that is uh it's based on muscle testing, which is yeah, a healing modality that you can use uh, to communicate with, you know, a client uh, to, yeah, to, I guess, tap into their subconscious and really get to the heart of, you know, some of their limiting beliefs and the things that might be holding them back in life. So then they can, you know, go on and hopefully live their best lives. And Megan, uh, is my practitioner and she's from um, Experience Balance and she has been incredible. And I met her during a business mastermind and everyone was talking about, I'm having a session with Megan. And I was thinking, what is this? I need to have a session with Megan. And since then, it's about two years ago, uh, I've had many sessions with Megan and they have been really incredible to help uncover some of the limiting beliefs that I've I've, uh, developed about myself. And from sometimes, you know, things that you would not even really think about, like the way, you know, you, um, you've been, you know, what the, the, your family dynamic uh, and the things that you've made that mean about yourself and to really then look at that 
these belief systems that we have about ourselves. Sorry, Siri's getting involved. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't understand either sometimes. (laughs) But um, these belief systems, yeah, and then it helps you to really look at them from, I guess, a a different perspective and, and make more sense and meaning from them. And that has probably really helped me to overcome uh, obstacles uh, myself, this, the visibility and really enhance my mindset. So that has been really, really great for me. All right, we're getting there. I hope you're enjoying uh, this first podcast. <laughs> so now we're going to talk a little bit about balanced living uh, and advice. And this is something that I think is so important. One of my favorite quotes is everything in moderation, um, thanks to my mum. Uh, and it's it's carried me well. And I've definitely pushed the boundaries on the moderation uh, in my life. But yeah, generally, it's, it's held me in good stead. So how do I balance pursuing goals with maintaining self-worth and overall well-being. Um, again, this has been something that has really been something I've had to work on uh, starting a business because it has become so, I really became so obsessed with with the business. It was like definitely like a new baby and it takes a lot of work and effort, especially a business, you know, where we're in this sort of helping space uh, where you know, it takes a lot of know, like, and trust for people to know, like, and trust you and, and want to work with you. And so I put a lot of time and effort into into that. And perhaps at times I have been maybe a little bit unbalanced in other areas of my life, but I'm definitely getting to a place now where I'm feeling more that I can recognize that and, and know that, um, and also not be in such a rush. I think that that was the biggest thing that I was really wanting it, everything to happen right now. And I've realized that these things take time. Uh, growing a business really does take time. And I know the people that I speak to that are in business and are super successful have been at it for, for many, many years. You know, I think, you know, most of them are 10 to 15 years and you see how successful they are. And I mean, I've only been in business for, two and a half years or something. And so it's about trying not to rush. I think that was probably one of the biggest things um, about that balance um, is really, yeah, not trying to measure yourself against other people too much. Uh, and then, you know, that starts to impact on on your sense of self-worth because why aren't you as successful as them or going as quickly as them? And then that it starts to impact on, on your well-being as well. So, yeah, and then it's really trying just to, you know, make sure I do keep up with my physical activity and and things like that because, you know, again, that was something at the in the early days where I was, yeah, just was forgetting about that. And then I think I got a bulging disc in my back and that was, you know, my body yelling out to me to say, you need to stand up a little bit more. So I did get a stand-up desk, but now, yeah, factoring, making sure I factor in that exercise is, is super important. So that would be, you know, and then also, you know, making sure that you do connect, that you do spend time uh, with friends and you can combine that with your physical activity. I love walking with my my friends, um, you know, going out with my friends and catching up with family and, and just making sure that you prioritise that. Even with my kids, I've, I've started now having every six months or so, I will take each of them on like a solo date and that has been really great for fostering our relationships and yeah and and things like that so yeah just little things um that bring that balance so now considering financial and broader aspects of wealth what principles or advice can you offer for a balanced and fulfilling life 
So I think I've really covered that off a little bit when I was talking about what my um, interpretation of wealth is. Um, it's really uh, wealth is an abundance of something. And so, you know, we often think that's an abundance of, of money, but I really think it's an, it's an abundance of well-being and it, it really does involve, you know, well-being. It involves finance finances because, of course, having a sound financial base is is really important for you to feel safe and secure so then you can go on to seek you know meaningful relationships and to have time and money and resources to spend on you know the things that you really love doing like for me I love traveling and so that is something that's really important to me but it's uh costs quite a bit of money especially when you're coming from Australia and you have to go a really long way to generally get anywhere and the Aussie dollar is not worth <laughs> as much as in you know some other some other parts of the world so yeah money is really really important um for as as a piece as of the puzzle but then again health is as just as important and um yeah having a sense of spirituality to me is really important as well whether that is you know it's not so much being religious or, or super spiritual but i think it's just about really trying to be kind um to people and to you know want the good of all people uh in the world um everyone like i just wish there was so much more harmony um i wish that we were kinder to the environment and all of that. So, because I, you know, want to create a legacy uh, or a beautiful world for everyone that is going to come after me. I mean, I've had four children, so they're going to have children and so on and so forth. And I really want the world to be a great place for that. And I think it's really coming back to us, you know, being kinder to each other, which will, will support that. Oh, and that moves into legacy and impact. So what impact uh, do you hope to leave on the world, um, particularly in terms of enhancing worth, wealth and well-being for yourself and others? So, yeah, I, I really think it's it's about trying to make the world a better place. And I believe that we will do that by helping people to, to grow their sense of self-worth. Um, when you do feel worthy, then you're going to be a better version of yourself for everyone around you. And, and that's with around self-care. And I guess that feeds, feels, feeds into well-being. Um, doing those rituals and practices that fill up your cup, um, taking some time out for yourself, uh, especially, you know, if you're a busy woman in the world, if you're a mom, like making that time to go and go for a walk, have a massage, even things you can do at home, um, you know, put on a face mask, those things I think – uh, that's something that is really important. And on my website, I've, I've got some free resources. Um, there's a free self-care challenge. Uh, and I, I think it's really trying to yeah, help people be the best version of, of themselves. And I believe that you do that through um, self-care and connection and, you know, having a, a sound, you know, financial base and all, yeah, all of that. And so that is the legacy that I would really love to leave. Um, for my kids, for, you know, people that are listening here. Yeah, that's something, it's important to me. And then if you could change one thing about the world overnight, what would it be and why? So it would really be, I think, the sentiment about our world. Uh, I feel like we are, you know, using up so many of the natural resources that we have. Uh, and I do really worry about climate change and and things like that and I know I mean even like I would love to say I'm an environmental activist but I 
have so many habits that are so entrenched in in convenience um, and the busyness of our lives that I really need to unpack. But it's something that I, I'm really passionate about wanting to do um, because I do want to leave a beautiful world. I love our world that we live in. Uh, we're so lucky to have so much beauty around us and, you know, so much nature and yeah, it's just, it is stunning. And so I would really love for the sentiment to change around consumption and for that to be a little bit more about, you know, sharing the resources in a, in a way that, or using the resources in a way that is more sustainable. So if I could change anything, that would be what I would like to change about the world overnight, because it does scare me a little bit uh, about, you know, where, where we're headed. So I guess that's episode one. Uh, thank you so much again. If you've stayed on this long, I, I really appreciate that uh, you're here um, and that you have listened. And, uh, you know, I would love to hear what you have to say. If you love it, you know, tell your friends about it. Uh, you know, if you're interested in popping on, then um, reach out to me and let me know. And yeah, I look forward to bringing you many more episodes in the future and once again, just so grateful for you for being here, for listening to me today and go off. And I hope this has, you know, helped to make your day a little bit brighter and giving you some food for thought. So thanks again. Love you all. Bye. Thanks for joining It's a Mindset. If you found this episode valuable, consider sharing it with friends. Add it to your Instagram stories, tag me at Emma Lagalo, or simply spread the word. Follow me on Instagram for updates and share your topic suggestions. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to help us reach more listeners. Remember, anything is possible when you put your mind to it. Thanks for listening.